0: America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use a promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app. We'll support you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for your chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at sgpn. That's sgpn we we'll brought you by Sobet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at Sobet.io slash SGPN. That's Sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. <coughs> You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. That show will also be available at the same time as this one. And to get my additional content, head over to lockbetting.com. I've guided my clients to. 103 months in a row of transparent track profit, and I'm on the way to 104, mainly because my NFL futures have been added to my PL and they were monstrously profitable. If you want to get on board with the service, head over to lockbetting.com and sign up. You can check out the PL for the 103rd month. It was currently the pinned tweet on the Twitter account at SGP soccer. That's at SGP soccer. And you can see how much we destroyed. 2021, how much we destroyed the month of December. And you can go back through all the lock betting site and have a look at all the other previous P&Ls as well. This is 100% legitimate. I use Patreon because it allows all of my community to comment underneath every single post. And that's very important for the P&L because had I not destroyed the month of December, had there been bets on there that weren't real, there would be comments. Had there been losing bets not added, there would be comments. There is no doubt about it. This is undisputed. I have delivered 103 months in a row of transparent track profit. I haven't lost a single month in gambling for eight and a half years. So if you want to get involved with me, head over to my website, lockbetting.com. I'm recording this show from Hotel Football in Manchester, located right outside Old Trafford, because I am going to the Manchester City and Chelsea game tomorrow. And then from there... I'm going to attempt to head straight to Aston Villa versus Manchester United. So a crazy one for me this weekend. I'm then going to Tottenham versus Arsenal as well on Sunday. I've actually never done three games in a single weekend. It will be four if you include watching my son play football on Sunday morning. My son is actually sitting here with me now. Say hello.
1: Hi.
0: So he's going to be here to, to listen to what what I do and how I do it. At the same time... If he has any questions that he wants to ask me, I'm going to let him ask me. The reason I'm letting him do that is because... It's been a long time since we released Soccer in 20 Part 1 and Soccer in 20 Part 2. These were your soccer tutorial shows that covered things like Asian handicaps and just various other bets we do. So if they come up here organically, um, he's probably going to ask me, what does that mean? And I'll probably have to explain it to him and therefore you will get the explanation as well. So you will benefit here from him being here listening to me work. He actually does have a little bit of betting experience. It may be irresponsible to let your child do this, but hey, I work in sports gambling, so obviously my kid is going to take an interest. Um, say what you um what you've bet on previously. What, what I allow you to bet on?
1: I'm allowed to bet on WWE pay per views and any football matches that I go to. I'm allowed ten pounds to bet on, and if I don't like like what's the odds of the game. I'll just save the £10 and use it for the next game that I go to.
0: So, immediately, there's two lessons there. They're not specific to soccer. They're specific to all betting. That's two lessons there. First of all, don't bet on things. Don't force a bet. Don't bet on things where there really isn't anything to bet on. You're learning that from a child where if he doesn't like anything in the game, he decides to save his money. That's also a lesson in bankroll management. So he doesn't want to blow his bankroll. So he decides to pad his bankroll out and bet on something when he really feels like there's something there to bet on. Are you going to take anything tomorrow? Uh,
1: Yes, I'm going to bet on both teams to score
0: both teams to score okay so we're going to start with that game we're going to start with Manchester City versus Chelsea and that is the game of the weekend if well it's debatable I know the North London derby is a bigger rivalry but at the moment we don't even know if that game is actually happening Arsenal are trying to get out of the game so um so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We're going to cover it here anyway. We've already done all the research and whatnot, so we'll get into that shortly. Manchester City versus Chelsea sees Manchester City as the four to six favourites. It's twenty nine to ten on the draw, and it's nineteen to five here on Chelsea. Um, in the USA, Manchester City are minus one fifty. So that four to six over there, they say minus one fifty because they they say. You've got to put on 150 pounds to win 100, whereas if we put 100 pound on at four to six, we would win a 67 pound profit. They would win a 67 pound profit as well, but they like to work out what they would win if they if they bet 100 dollars. Do you want the
1: stat?
0: Yeah. Okay. So looking looking at this game, the situation here is very very simple. I think Liverpool are going to drop points with their players away at the African Nations because it's their key players. And I feel if Chelsea lose this game, essentially, for me, the title race is completely over. Now, I think that Manchester City will feel the same way. I feel that Everybody knew that Liverpool were going to be very, very short during the African Nations. And that going into this game, Manchester City know if they widen this gap anymore with Chelsea, the title race can essentially be ended tomorrow. Therefore, I expect a maximum effort from a team who have already won 14. ...of their last 15 matches in all competitions... ...while they've won their last 11 Premier League games on the spin. Chelsea have lost four defenders ahead of this encounter... ...and their first-choice goalkeeper is away at the African nation. So for me, this is a confident play on Manchester City. I'm simply going to take Manchester City to win this one on the money line. Austin's play of both teams to score may have a little bit of life... Because Manchester City have actually conceded in three of their last four victories. So that's not a bad way to go. But for me, I'm simply going to take City on the Mully line. And that is available. 4-6, to six, minus 150 here in this one. Up next, we look at a massive relegation six-pointer here as Newcastle take on Watford. Newcastle off the back of a humiliating exit in the third round of the FA Cup last week. They are the 11 to 10 favourites to win this game. It's 13 to 5 on the draw, and it's 13 to 5 here on Watford. Austin, Newcastle are 11 to 10. If I put £100 on them, how much profit would I make? Uh,
1: profit, you'll make £110. Right,
0: that's it. Good. So you understand that, yeah? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And how much would you get overall? Because 110 is your profit. Uh, £210. Right, okay, good. Um, I, For some reason, something's telling me to take Newcastle here in this game. Off the back of that FA Cup exit. Now, when you take teams on a bounce back, you want to take relatively decent teams. You don't really take poor teams usually off a bounce back. But something just tells me that this team won't go down. I think it will be very, very odd to see the richest team in the world playing in the championship. Would Burnley selling Chris Wood to one of their rivals. That could be a massive mistake come the end of the season. For me, it is going to be Burnley, Watford and Norwich, but we'll see what happens come the end of the season. This Watford team now have lost each of their last seven games. They've been beaten in 13 of their 18 league games this season, and they've lost six of their last eight away trips. So, I'm going to ride this data. Obviously, if we look at the data for Newcastle, that's going to be pretty bad as well. But I like this spot. San Maximan will be playing in this game. Wood makes his debut. Trippier's in the side. It looks like a relatively decent team. Now, a lot of these players were playing for Newcastle last season. I t- I, I accept that. But they did keep them up. This team didn't go down. And you would think that Eddie Howe is a better manager than Steve Bruce, at least when you look at their accomplishments with Eddie Howe keeping Bournemouth up for many, many years with a very, very average squad. He was highly touted and wanted by a lot of people. And When he left Bournemouth, it it looked like he would walk into another job and he hasn't. He's waited a long time. Many people looked at him as a future England manager as well. So I've never heard that said about Steve Bruce. So Howe is supposed to be better. Now they have better players. They also have more money to do more in the in the summer as well, and they may not even be done with January as well. This Watford team, then very very poor form. I thought Ranieri was a strange appointment when they made it. Obviously, they absolutely tonked Manchester United, so that looked like a justified appointment after that game. But Man United were absolutely shocking at the end of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's reign. I wouldn't put too much weight into that. I did for a few weeks but now I'm looking at this Watford team and I'm just going to fade them in as many spots as I possibly can including this one which is really a prime example of that when I'm actually taking Newcastle to win a game against anyone so Newcastle on the money line will be my play here for this one moving on to the next game here and the situation for me is really the same it's Everton away to Norwich same price 11 to 10 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 14 to 5 on Norwich I can't back Norwich. I think Norwich City are going down. Everton, like Newcastle, have been in woeful form. I I know Everton are higher in the table, but they actually had a good start to the season. So for them to be in a league position that they're in at the moment and for this pressure to be on Rafa Benitez, it shows you they have been on a real, real shitty run of form. However, I still have to take Everton here in this spot. Norwich have lost their last six league games to nil. The hosts have scored the fewest goals in the Premier League and... They've conceded the most as well. Norwich have lost 14 of their 20 Premier League games this season, and that includes already losing 2-0 to Everton away from home. For me, this is a get-right spot here for Everton. They have a strong team. They rested a couple and still got thrown in, in the FA Cup last week, and they should have got that done in 90 minutes. I know it's bad to be taken to extra time against the championship team. However, VAR wasn't there in that game, and that's something we'll talk about next time we cover the FA Cup with these inconsistencies with VAR being available for Premier League games but not in the rest of the competition it's odd either have it or don't have it and Everton's were were the victims of that because they had to play 120 minutes but they managed to get through hopefully there'll be a positive bounce off the back of that and they'll go and win back-to-back games and they've got the perfect opponents to do it against Calvert-Lewin will be available here for this game I think that's key I think they've seriously been lacking goals and I'll take Everton here on the molly line did you want to say something? Uh,
1: Everton by two goals or more
0: Oh really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I. You, you just think Norwich are that bad? Yes. Yeah. They are.
1: They're very bad.
0: Okay. Um, for me, I'm just going to take Everton here on the money line. I think there's value here at plus money at the price of eleven to ten. Up next, we look at the game here between Wolves and Southampton, where Wolves are the five to four favourites. It's twenty nine to ten on the draw, and it's twelve to five here on the Saints. I see this one being a a low scoring affair I do edge towards Wolves winning they beat Manchester United here at Old Trafford last time I was here Old Trafford which I'm looking at right now Wolves were dominant in that game and they did deserve the win Um, but they do seem to appear continuously in low scoring games and I see another one here between these two sides. Wolves have won their opening two games of 2022 and won them to nil. The hosts have won three of the last four. Southampton are winless in five visits to Wolves. And Wolves have won by a single goal in 15 of the last 16 wins. If Wolves are winning this by a single goal, it will probably be with a clean sheet as well. So I would be looking at a 1-0 win. separately as a scoreline does provide you some value here at 6-1. The under two and a half goals is available at 4-7. Obviously, you're laying some significant juice there, but I think you're safe. I don't see any situation where this plays out into a game which is a shootout, which provides us with three goals or more. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I think Wolves will end up winning it 1-0, as I said, but whatever the scoreline may be, I just don't see three goals scored here in this game. The final game we will be covering on Saturday will be Aston Villa versus Manchester United. But I'll be talking about that one over on BetMUFC. I'll be talking about that game exclusively over on MUFC. Let me just let you know, in midweek... I'll also be doing another episode of BetMufc where I'll be previewing the game between Brentford and Man United. On that game, on that podcast, sorry, I'm going to add some additional Premier League games that are happening in midweek. There's no point me doing an EPL show for three games and then me doing an episode of BetMufc for one game. So I'm going to cap those games on Bet MUFC. So make sure you listen to that midweek show. Make sure you listen to this show as well, breaking down the Aston Villa game, but also listen spe- especially to the midweek show because Bet MUFC is going to be Brentford versus Man United and it's also going to feature those other midweek games. So we're looking at Burnley versus Watford, Brighton versus Chelsea, and Leicester versus Tottenham, along with Brentford versus Manchester United over on. Next week's Bet or the midweek edition of MUFC. So moving back on here with the show, we pick things up with Liverpool versus Brentford. Liverpool here are the one to four favourites. It's 19 to four here on the draw and it's 11 to one here on Brentford. Now, me and Austin, we sat there yesterday watching Liverpool against Arsenal and Arsenal were down to 10 men and Liverpool never really looked like scoring. I know they carved them open at the end and and Milamino missed an open goal, but that was really down to a mistake. They didn't seem to have the ability to open open up Arsenal, really. And I just feel that without Mane and Salah, especially without Salah, this team wouldn't qualify for the Europa League or even the Europa Conference League. I don't think... That they would be a team that finishes inside the Champions League positions or in a European places about those two players. So, if Mo Salah is asking for a new contract and whatever Mo Salah is asking for, you need to give it to him because I think without him, this team would suddenly disappear from the top four unless they replaced him with another top, top, top player. But look, Salah's market value at the moment, in my opinion, would be somewhere between 170 to 200 million pounds. You cannot afford to let that player go. You cannot let him run down his contract to the final year because then you would only be looking at 80, 90 million. I say only, but come on, like that's that's your key player. If he wants 400 grand a week, you've got to give him 400 grand a week. I don't think it means you have to play, uh, pay certain other players any more money. He's your top, top player, and I think that should be your ceiling. So with that said, I like Brentford here in this game to avoid... Any kind of significant defeat. So I'm going to take Brentford plus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line here. What that means is, is if Liverpool win this game by only one goal you end up winning this selection. If Liverpool win this game by two goals, that's the only way that you lose this play. So that's the plus one. If I took the plus two on the Asian handicap line, which is available at four to six minus 150, if I took the plus two, that would mean that if Liverpool won by two goals, I would get a refund On the play. And if Liverpool won by one goal. It would still be a winner. I would only lose. If Liverpool won by three goals or more. So I like that one too. Getting a push. With a two goal win for Liverpool. Do you understand that? Yeah. yeah. So let's say. I take Brentford plus 1.5. If Liverpool win 2-1. Do I win that bet? Yes you do. Why do I win the bet? If Liverpool win 2-1. And I've taken Brentford 1.5. Why do I win the bet?
1: Because that would equal 2.5.
0: So 2.5 beats 2, right? Yeah, yeah. So if I take Brentford plus 2, where I don't get as good odds, I get 4-6 to six instead of evens. Evens means that if I put 100 down, I win 100 back. So 200, I'm getting all together, Yeah, that's evens. It's, it's sometimes written as 1 over 1, right? But if I take Brentford at 4-6, to six, if I do it a little bit safer and take Brentford plus 2, do I win the bet if Liverpool won the game 2-1?
1: Uh, Yes, you would win the bet.
0: Why would I win the bet? Because
1: Brentford already had the two-goal head start, so the score in the bet would be 3-2 to Brentford.
0: Yep, that's right. It would be 3-2 to Brentford in the bet because of the plus two if the real score line was 2-1. What would happen if Liverpool won 2-0 and I had Brentford plus two as my bet? Uh,
1: You wouldn't win or lose. Uh, You would just get a refund because it would be a draw.
0: Right, it's called a push, yep. So 2-0 to Liverpool. Same as 3-1 to Liverpool, same as 4-2 to Liverpool would be a push. What if Liverpool destroyed them, 3-0?
1: You would lose the bet completely.
0: Because the bet score would be?
1: 3-2.
0: Yep, that's how it works. So, it's Brentford plus 2 there or Brentford plus 1.5. Examples of both and that is how an Asian handicap line works. Moving on to West Ham versus Leeds. West Ham are the 8-13 favourites here. It's 16-5 here on the draw. And it's 4-1 to here on Leeds. Leeds are starting to bounce back a little bit. I didn't really see them going down. West Ham have gotten themselves back into the top four. I mean, I was writing West Ham off feeling like they, they certainly wouldn't maintain this throughout the season. And they have had a dip. However, they are now back in the top four. And they are on a decent run. They have won. Their last four, scoring 11 times. Jared Bowen is one of the main reasons. He has scored three goals across his last two games. Took him as my fantasy captain midweek on that double game week that West Ham had. That was very, very fruitful. How many points did he get, Austin?
1: 42.
0: 42 as the captain. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah, so that was good. Um, The visitors have lost all their clashes with the top seven, which is where West Ham are. And they've conceded 26 goals. And Leeds have lost four of their last five games, including a defeat at West Ham last weekend in the FA Cup. And that was a game that West Ham controlled relatively easily. And I think they'll have an even stronger side out here. I have no reason not to take West Ham. For me, this is a strong play. Do you agree, disagree?
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree.
0: Yep. So once again, West Ham on a money line. A lot of money line stuff this week. I thought it was, well, I was hoping it would get a little bit more complicated so we could talk more about. more complicated bets but that hasn't been the case a lot of money line stuff and nothing really changes here with this one final game we're going to look at is Tottenham versus Arsenal where Tottenham are the 11 to 10 favorites they weren't as short as that before obviously the feeling is if this game goes ahead then Tottenham should win it because of the Arsenal injuries and and Covid issues so that would be a big advice to Tottenham, although it didn't work out that way for Liverpool. Although Arsenal now are missing more players through, through suspension with Jacker getting sent off. 12 to 5 on the draw, and Arsenal are the 5 to 2 underdogs. For me, I do like this spot here for Tottenham, given these this situation, even though they'll be missing their key player, Son. But I think without Song in the team, with Arsenal missing so many players as well, I think Arsenal set up defensively not to get beaten like they did against Liverpool. I look to win this game on the counter. I don't think Chelsea, uh, sorry, I don't think Tottenham are as attacking without Son in their team. I think they're missing something. We saw that against Chelsea in midweek. We also have North London pride on the line. Neither one of these teams want to lose to the other. We're going to have bodies diving in front of the ball. We're going to have cards all over the place. I just think goal opportunities may be limited and we won't get to three because the players, some of the key players to score those goals won't be on the pitch here in this game. So I like under two and a half goals in this one. I don't think we'll see three goals between these two sides. And I do like Tottenham to nudge it. But bear in mind, if there are going to be under two and a half goals and Tottenham do win the game, they are gonna to have to keep a clean sheet because obviously there's no way for Tottenham to win and for under two goal under two and a half goals to score if Tottenham haven't kept a clean sheet. That's just basic maths. Do you like anything in this game?
1: I think Tottenham will win by under two goals. I think they're only gonna win by one goal.
0: Yep. Okay. So Tottenham to win by one. Actually, if you if you bet something like that, where you take a specific margin of victory, you get really, really good odds. So Tottenham to win by exactly one goal, is at 11-4. to four. So if you put £40 on that, you would win... 110. 110 with your 40 back, which is...
1: Altogether, 150. Yep. 110 profit.
0: Yep, there you go. So that's a pretty decent bet there. So that concludes your rundown of this weekend's EPL action. Closing out with your lock on the show, quite a lot of stuff I like here, but nothing that I really love. So a lot of stuff I'm interested in for a half unit stake, not particularly for a unit, but I'm going to go with Manchester City on the money line that edges out Brentford plus two because I just don't see any way how the team I saw in midweek beat Brentford by three goals. So I really like that bet. but. Manchester City on the money line here is the way I've decided to go. Man City can end the title race, in my opinion, this weekend. They'll be looking to do that. We know their priority is the Champions League. Chelsea are missing a plethora of defenders. They did keep a clean sheet against Tottenham, but I think that adds more weight to my under in the London derby, the North London derby. And I think Manchester City get it done here tomorrow. They dominated the first game at Stanford Bridge. I don't know how that finished 1-0. But I think tomorrow they'll win a little bit more comfortably. And essentially, that will put an end to the Premier League title race. So once again, your lock here for this show is Manchester City on the money line. That is available at four to six. There is a better price for that. I've just seen some three to fours around. Quite widely available at seven to ten. I'm not really getting the best price here at Skybet. So I'm going to quote that one at seven to ten on Manchester City to beat Chelsea on the mully line tomorrow. That's it for this edition of the EPL Show. Don't forget all the additional content that's out. You can currently listen to Scamessa Italia. You can currently listen to this weekend's Bet Mufc, looking at the Aston Villa game, which should feature the the debut of Philip Coutinho for Aston Villa. And then, of course, in midweek, don't forget that edition of Mufc will not only feature coverage of manchester united versus brentford a preview of that and looking back at the man united villa game but it will also feature a preview of three other epl games that's it for me good luck with all your bets as always guys and thanks for listening